In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the only true and living God. Amen. There is a very nice book published by Concordia Publishing House entitled The Treasury of Daily Prayer. I'm sure some of you have it. It's a devotional book. And it's a very nice book. And uh, on page 1094 in that book, you hear these words on the epiphany of our Lord. Quoting, The feast of the epiphany of our Lord commence, I'm sorry, commemorates no event, but presents an idea that assumes concrete form only through the facts of our Lord's life. The idea of Epiphany is that the Christ who was born in Bethlehem is recognized by the world as God. At Christmas, God appears as man. And at Epiphany, this man appears before the world as God. That Christ became man needed no proof. But that this man, this helpless child, after all, who would send a baby? This helpless child is God needed proof. The manifestations of the Trinity, the signs and wonders performed by this man, and all his miracles have the purpose of proving to men that Jesus is God. Lately, especially in the Western Church, the story of the Magi has been associated with the feast day. As Gentiles who were brought to faith in Jesus Christ, the Magi represent all believers from the Gentile world. End of the quote. So when the, when the baby Jesus was born into the world by the waters of his mother's womb, the world had no problem recognizing him as a human being. An infant like all infants, later to become a boy and then a man. King Herod heard of his birth and issued a decree that all the infants in his kingdom less than two years old be killed. King Herod considered the Christ to be only a human child, probably. He didn't believe that he was God that he was only flesh and blood. Herod believed that killing Jesus would get rid of him. The world had no problem recognizing Jesus as a man. But it took acts of God, literally acts of God, for men to recognize Jesus as the Messiah, true man, but also true God. And some of these men were shepherds, and some were wise men. The shepherds were led to the manger where the little Jesus lay in swaddling clothes by an angel from heaven, accompanied by a host of angels, proclaiming that a Savior had been born to them in Bethlehem. They went and found the baby in Bethlehem, just as the angels had told them. Then the wise men saw the star rise in the heavens and followed it as it led them to the little king of the Jews, where they saw him and they worshipped him. They worshipped this little one by first giving him gold 
a gift for kings. They also offered frankincense, which is incense, the substance offered in worship services, signifying prayers rising to God. Probably a gift most often given to male babies born into priestly families. But the real kicker of the trio of gifts given to the baby was myrrh. Listen to what another place in Scripture tells us about myrrh. From John 19, Nicodemus came, bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds in weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen cloths with the spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. You see, God was intimately involved in revealing his presence in the world by sending angels from heaven and a star in the heavens. Directions from heaven influenced wise men to find the little baby who would also be the king of the Jews, giving him gold fit for kings. They would worship him as God while also giving him frankincense, incense that was used in worship services by priests. He is our great high priest. And they would also present him with myrrh, a spice indicating that this little king of the Jews, who was also God, would die. Myrrh would be used to pack his body in death. All of that we are told in these very few verses in Matthew 2. God would come into the world wrapped in human flesh as an infant who would send a baby. What a song, choir. What a song. Absolutely gorgeous and truthful. God would come into the world wrapped in human flesh as an infant. Would be proclaimed God. Come as king of the Jews and then die. God took on flesh and became a man. Why? So that he could die. Otherwise God could not die. Why die? For the sins of the world. That is what the world has a problem recognizing. The world has a problem recognizing that Jesus born in Bethlehem, later known as Jesus of Nazareth, was not only a man, but he was also God who became a man so that he could die for our sins and the sins of the whole world. All of this God has done. Yet he has gone even further. Not only has God had come into the world, into the flesh, so that he could die for our sins, but even more than that, God has revealed this to those whom he chose to reveal it to, to Mary and Joseph, to Zechariah and Elizabeth and John, to Simeon and Anna in the temple, to shepherds in the field, to wise men who came from the east. God has not only done all these things for, th for their salvation, but God has revealed these things to us also. That this child is not only man, but he is also God. Many don't believe even though it has been revealed to them. It's just too much for them to believe. But you, dear ones, you, dear ones, do believe it. You've been given this gift of faith by the power of the Holy Spirit. That is the miracle of the epiphany. God's revealing of himself 
at the time of Jesus' birth by proclamations from angels from heaven and by signs in the heaven and from men sent to worship him. Now, that was then, but now God has revealed his son to you by the power of the Holy Spirit through word and sacrament as he creates faith in you to believe that this little baby was God and man. May your faith in Christ, your Savior, who is also your King and your great High Priest and your Redeemer, God, may your faith in Christ be ever strengthened by the season of Epiphany. Epiphany. God appeared in the world as a man who was also truly God. Your Redeemer, God, Christ, has appeared to you as an infant in the manger who would send a baby and in the temple. Later, as he healed and preached and taught and raised the dead, as he died on a cross, as he rose from the tomb, as he reappeared to his apostles, as he ascended into heaven, he reveals these things to you in the word in the waters of holy baptism, and in with and under the bread and wine of the Holy Supper, Christ the King, the High Priest, the Son of God, who is true God and true man, is with us here, even now, this morning. By faith, you see Him, and you recognize Him for who He is, the Son of the only true and living God, true God and true man. Who would send a baby? Who would send a baby? God did. God did. Amen. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen.